Okay, you're already here. It's the podcast where we should talk about spirituality mm-hmm. and dive deep into the human experience. Coming into yourself. Less judgment, no judgment, appreciating all that is. Mm. Self-awareness and there being nothing to heal. Mm. Because there's this idea, there's this person and idea that you either are broken and need healing or that you're whole and complete already. And both of those ideas are potentially problematic, which is why we've called the podcast You're Already Here. So I'm Julia. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Catherine. So the three of us find ourselves on this journey together with the same North Node if you're into astrology. So we all have Virgo North Node, which means we're working towards a more organised destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Virgo is the sign of um, the Virgin. So becoming an expert, becoming more refined, I suppose. Mm. Check out your North Node to know your soul's path. Mm. Yeah, you can do that on your birth chart. I definitely didn't know this a few months ago. But yeah, if you check your birth chart according to your your birth date and time and place, um, and finding your South Node as well to know what it is that you might have learned in your past lives and where you've come from, and then your North Node being your guiding light, where you're going to, um, and it will just help kind of refine what you're hoping for and um, align yourself with your goals a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. So we've all found ourselves on this path because the spirituality path of many things in our lives. Um, mostly for me, it was the breakdown of a relationship and lockdown 1.0, uh, delving me deep into my feminine. Mm. Would you girls like to share? Mm. Well, how did you do that? What have you found? Well, I found myself buying things like tarot, even though I wasn't practicing with it and getting candles and slowing down in the daily, letting myself have longer baths, like self-care was a big thing. Mm. Uh, Acknowledging my voice, acknowledging the space that I can take up, all these tiny things that over time meant I could label myself as spiritual, (laughs) which is Mm. odd. Yeah, that's a good point. And just being in your body more. The feminine embodiment is about like leaning back, um, and it's 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 hard in this society because we're so conditioned by hypermasculine traits. And masculine traits are encouraged in the collective. Things like being driven and uh, what's penetrative, having that like mm. drive and energy which is very masculine and even though there is a place for that everyone has both energies um being in the feminine is very much neglected and and reuniting with that again is is so beautiful and and crucial it it not only heals you but flows out and creates healing in the general collective. So, so true. Mm. Doing that work is much appreciated. Yeah, I've been able to appreciate it more in realising that being selfish over selfless is actually the best thing you could do mm. for humanity. So focusing on yourself <laughs> and being able to self-care is doing everybody a favour because you're coming to the table then with a more all-rounded um 
just beneficial insight because you know who you are, you know what you want, you know how you treat yourself, how you treat others will be for the better of humanity. I don't know. Instead of, you know, just being a little bit um, aimless and potentially not knowing what it is that you want out of a situation, you can just rise above and, and get to know yourself and therefore better things happen. Yeah, we're always bringing love to the table as long as it's a positive spiral. The selfishness in the sense that we are humble like we're extra humble and we're extra selfless so we need to remind ourselves to be selfish and coming from that side where we have an abundance of love and we have to give ourselves that first to be able to harvest it as well Mm. absolutely creating from overflow Mm. and they're not being ashamed there's no shame in being full of yourself like so full of self that you overflow into a generosity for the people around you you can't really give honestly until you've filled your boots yourself Mm -hmm. yeah so when you're selfless you're just like constantly giving from your cup that's probably already running really low Mm. Uh, you know you can't get far in a low gas tank you know like that's definitely I was doing I was running on fumes for so long and it you get to a breaking point where it's just like no can go further you need to start looking inside <laughs> like yeah like some specifics Catherine of your of story course. oh my god do I um so for me I think the changing point a turning point in my life was when I was sleeping on Julia's sofa for a month <laughs> um and devastated basically um my sense of self had like totally um kind of been abandoned and like I was trying to rejig itself well in that time I didn't realize I was like totally putting together a jigsaw puzzle where the pieces I didn't know that they were at if that makes any sense so like I was building from square one what had happened was um Dan and I had broken up this is my ex-boyfriend um and I was living with him at the time so I had moved all of my stuff to Brighton only to find out four weeks later that I had to move all of my stuff back (laughs) um and on top of that I had just come I had just graduated and come out of a three-year degree um of fashion design which I poured all of myself into all of my time all of my energy so like 15 hour days were kind of common for me and then (laughs) yeah I would spend all my time doing that and it definitely was like um a self-defining thing of like this is how I view my work ethic this is how I view myself like a lot of masculine energy there Mm. of output 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 and yet not much was going in not much time for myself so yeah forward to the breakup and me ending up on Julia's sofa for a month before us both manifesting the house we're currently in. Um, <laughs> Did which... you actively manifest it? Or... Yeah, so this is kind of the turning point was I never really, I was kind of into um, horoscopes, but I didn't even know what a birth chart was. Mm-hmm. This was like, I want to say September 2020 August. wow so yeah recently. end of August yeah, it yeah. Was that new moon that we sat down and I brought the candles and the tarot and we were like right yeah Julie and I both manifest. yeah <laughs> Julie and I both were heartbroken like we had our long-term relationships like end kind of last minute on us out of the blue um and we were like what are we doing so we turned to each other and we turned inward and our relationship had definitely fallen apart yeah it was being strengthened through this action and through deciding to move in together and 
And it was that coming together because I recall Catherine moving away and being like, okay, we're not going to see each other for a while now. And it's almost like the universe is like, yeah, you are. (laughs) And it just brought us back to each other. Within two days, we'd both broken up with the boyfriends or rather they'd broken up with us. Um, And without us meaning to, that wasn't the plan. Mm. And it's so interesting just from an outsider perspective to this point out that um, Julia and Catherine are twins, so their birth charts are very similar. So the similarity in events in their lives through astrology is just really interesting because they've had these dramatic things shape their lives at a similar time, especially that it's bringing them back together. I just think that's Mm. poetry in motion right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Like, the astrology for Catherine's masculine, like, driving her forward for three years in her degree, it was the same for me. Um, I was doing lots of climate and climate justice, like, campaigns and just busying myself as much as possible. So definitely coming into the feminine was like this being caught and being held and and mm. realizing that slowing down is actually the natural sense of self instead of the other way around so mm. definitely big big paradigm shifts happening yeah coming back to yourself being the answer rather than looking out and thinking that you rely on an action a degree another person to define you Definitely. and ridding yourself of labels and expectations for yourself and your identity. Mm-hmm. But how does that affect you, Phoebe? Where would you say your journey is? Absolutely. I was going to ask, where from. did it start for you? Well, I kind of grew up with quite a spiritual mum, so I was quite lucky. Although I did reject I did reject spirituality for a long time because I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was just like, no, that's not real. Um, I didn't believe in anything beyond the 3D. I was in 3D, basically. Mm. Um, I was very much in my body and um, a lot of body image. Uh, woes was really, like, the driving force of my life. I think I hit rock bottom when I was about 19 and left a pretty pretty rubbishy relationship, which wasn't really working. It always... The thing to realise as well about spirituality is that it often comes from suffering. (laughs) The seed is planted in the fertile ground of suffering and um, out blooms a rose. Mm, Totally. (laughs) um, The feminine awakening, however, for me personally, is very recent. I think upon meeting Julia, actually, which was such a... Uh, what's the word for it? You know, fate turn of events. Mm. The Wheel of Fortune tarot card. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that coincided with meeting me. That's really exciting. So close to... Because there were so many synchronicities and it's when... It almost mind blows you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. a verb. <laughs> when there's so many synchronicities that you're like, this cannot be a coincidence. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. That's so exciting. But that's what makes it all the much more so just what is on your path and more aligned than ever mm. is like realizing there are no coincidences. It is all meant to be. Yeah, and it's all in perfect divine timing exactly. and just trusting the timing of your life to guide you. Mm. Um and yeah, Julia and I met on a full moon, and we were both wearing a clear quartz necklace oh, yeah. <laughs> as well, which is incredible. And then other small things like us happening to have the same North Node, which obviously, of course, Catherine shares because mm-hmm. she and Julia are twins. So it's uh, it's just a 
when things feel beyond you, it really makes you feel held by the divine. Mm. Like, um, especially because before meeting them, I was writing in my little manifestation journal that (laughs) I wanted to attract in more spiritual friends, more Mm. people who were on their own spiritual path and were comfortable Mm. um, exploring the metaphysical you know there's so many doubters and people stuck in the 3d which i spent a lot of energy and time trying to awaken instead of um just moving moving past it and realizing it's not really my place to change people Mm, yeah i think that's beautiful because i actually have to say like we met on instagram even though i didn't remember meeting you the first day that we spoke which was somewhere at university um but we followed each other somehow and the fact that you started like speaking your voice and and sharing the feminine and the work that you did and the spirituality that's what drew me to you that's why we started chatting Mm -hmm. so yeah it's like that's kind of what we're trying to do with this podcast is speaking our voices having this conversation so more than anything it's just opening up that portal of of letting more goodness happen you know (laughs) more love so absolutely and if you feel like you resonate with what we're saying then please do reach out to us um this is an open space and community where we want to encourage dialogue and Mm -hmm. discourse and you know have a community feeling rather than just us talking to you so please if you have anything you want to bring up or you would like to talk to us about please let us know (laughs) yeah please have a convo with us we'd love to know your story as well where are you on the line of spirituality how would you maybe like to be a part of this community are you gonna keep listening to these things or do you have any like rituals we'd love to hear and share yeah because even as phoebe said she kind of manifested the meeting for us it was For me, anyway, personally, Catherine, by the way, um, (laughs) I definitely didn't know that I was being called in, but I'm so happy that I, like, by chance went for a walk with you guys that one day and got to meet you, Mm. because it was such a, it was such a, like, high energy buzz when you meet someone that's in the same wavelength as you, you know, like, the instant meeting. And I, I believe that you'd picked some white roses and we ate a petal and then threw them in the river each with an intention. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and Juliet convinced us roses wouldn't poison us and we took her word for it. Convinced. So. <laughs> convinced. I said, I'm pretty sure we can eat roses. Yeah. <laughs> We're all eating, chomping like petals. Yeah. So. But it's such a beautiful cyclical way of giving back to nature and like doing so with an intention. I can't recall what mine was, but it would be so interesting had I actually made a oh, note yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to record things. That's quite an interesting like point of view as well as like, what do you write down versus what do you just live through and embody and then show up as? So that's Mm. quite a big revelation for me recently is we are only what we show up as. Um, All of our past and all of our present experience is summed up in what we say and how we behave right now. So that is the feminine, whereas the masculine would be recording things, writing Mm. them down, remembering. Do you need to have remembered, like, what your intention was? You're here now. Well, I think it's more the reflection, isn't it? Like, to be able to look back and go, oh, my goodness, uh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, I have visualised this life for myself or this friend or this opportunity or this Mm. moment. Like, that's when it really comes full circle for me Um, because it just, like, pinpoints 
that time where you weren't sure that it would happen or you didn't have faith but you you really hoped or you you know you started to cultivate that faith um Mm -hmm. but you didn't know where the path would take you and then to realize that you are where you hoped you'd be is like such a (laughs) such a chilling moment isn't it like such a goosebumps moment um yeah well that's what happened with us having this home we sat down in August new moon and we said, right, what do we need? Yeah. We have a dog together. So we said we need a garden. We want a cottage. Mm-hmm. We want, you know, a shower, maybe a bath. That's the one thing that didn't come true. But everything else, Catherine has a lovely studio with the mm-hmm. sun filtering in. We've both got double beds in our own bedrooms. We and have a nice we literally kitchen. manifested every single thing. It takes pets, you know, so yeah. it was just five minute drive from where we lived before and mm-hmm. we managed to like wow. manifest all of our beautiful <laughs> furniture trinkets and it's just been really wholesome and really healing to yeah. to m- take the action on the manifestation as well and to say this is what I want thank you for handing it to me mm, absolutely the power of visualization is so so important and it can be done in so many ways I think um a lot of people use in the business world at least which I was kind of linked with for a period um is like actual vision boards and like having that in your space all time Mm. which is very powerful but also you could even translate that in a more spiritual way (laughs) into creating altars um or you know affirmations as well which influence the subconscious mind creating altars is such a romantic way of creating a vision board um creating an altar to your potential future self Mm. could be interesting um and honoring yourself across time i know that a lot of people certainly i well you have regrets you know certain things you did in the past were wrong and they didn't turn out the way you expect Mm. and it's so easy to mm, punish yourself for that but really you need to make friends with your past self because you've always been doing the best you can with the conditioning that you you carry Mm -hmm. so exactly and that links with the title of the podcast you're already here you're Mm. you're already doing what you can with with what you have mm-hmm. um, absolutely so also accepting other people who are also doing what they can it, it can be difficult at times mm-hmm. especially if they're not on your wavelength but understanding that everyone is on their own path and even if those paths conflict with yours um, mm-hmm. just respecting that you know the divine lives in everything in everyone yeah honoring that Mm-hmm. see their love and give them love and send them love always absolutely yeah. mm. there's a technique where you um, see everyone as um, the ideal mother I think they call it so a lot of people don't have an ideal mother so if you just say mother it can be a difficult archetype to understand but seeing everyone as a nurturing, loving giving and kind person who can teach you a lot about life puts you in that receptive and kind state yourself (laughs) that is beautiful that is so nice i love that insight i think it's so important to approach things like that though because i mean it sounds it sounds so lovely in 
you know, when we're just discussing it, but in practice, I bet it's so much harder to kind of pull yourself up and think like, I'm not going to um, interact with that matter in that way. You know, like Mm. my old self used to, I'm going to try and like approach this with love and um, do it in a way that I, that I hope my future self and therefore current self as I'm showing up right now um, will be proud of me for cultivating that which I hope to become. Mm. Um, So again, yeah, in line with you're already here, our message is that you can absolutely change your old paradigms, your labels, be who you want to be, who you aspire to, who your higher self or healed self or version is um, or you envision to be right now Mm. Um, and that it's a daily practice and it's a moment to moment calling Mm. out the thoughts that you know you don't wish to entertain any further and um, that you are already whole you're already fully who you are and who you hope to be it's just a version that you are yeah yet to fully build and believe yourself so for me that's kind of what I wish I could have told myself or heard or understood six months ago Mm. Um, which I do now that I know that I'll better understand six months from now you know like yeah the more that you can reaffirm that to yourself and show up for yourself in that way the the more that you believe that anything is possible anything you wish for to become and to to welcome in can be real definitely Mm. and going off what you were saying I was just thinking of something that has just escaped my mind <laughs> Goodness. I think what's rather beautiful whenever you're bogged down or not feeling like you can embody that higher self of, of being that better self is literally getting up and moving or listening to a song that is happy and like gets your energy going anything that will change your state and mm. if you want love, be love. If you want happiness, like put a smile on your face. It will literally change mm. your moment right now. Mm. And honoring yourself to acknowledge it and then to take action is the biggest key. Yeah, yeah. No stagnant energy. Like really embodying water. They say flow like flow like water, my friend. Yeah. Embrace, embrace the changing of times, the changing of your own emotions. Like observe it. You were talking about observation, Phoebe. Mm. Um, Try and not identify with it, you know. Associate yourself as separate and in control because you are of of how you feel about something and how you react to it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to say something on that? That's so true that you can choose to give love in moments when you might be faced with difficult situations. And seeing people in a positive way doesn't mean you always have to agree with them or make them agree with you. You can you can respect your differences. And if someone's sending you a negative energy or, you know, it's slightly disarming to be kind to them nevertheless because they would have to be... they would have to be a um, negative person to continue to send you negativity if you only send them love back Mm. and most people aren't willing to do that so being in a state of you know observing the patterns that rule your life and then being self-aware enough to begin to change them and choose love instead of fear yeah you can start to carve yourself a future that looks much you know looks bright because you're 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 
guiding force is is love you know and that is always going to lead to good places mm, definitely positive spirals mm. Mm. yeah yeah and on this this like topic of negativity <laughs> i heard something that sounds so funny at first but it's such a good way of viewing it and like when someone spews at you negative energy it is not yours to take that is theirs they've given that out and that you don't need to receive it you're in Mm -hmm. control of how you go about that um and someone i listened to was like all you need to do is kind of acknowledge it and say i return that to source because anything that returns to source becomes divine (laughs) (laughs) so then their negative energy is transmuted into positive energy and because it hasn't ever touched you it didn't belong to you in the that's first such place. a good point it doesn't belong to you it's not yours to carry it's mm. like i don't accept that thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's not something i decided to meddle with because i'm worthy of more mm, better. it's not the energy i'm gonna carry yeah yeah and sometimes you can even visualize um light around yourself or literally put into place these metaphysical concepts around yourself um, which protect you. Um, I've done that before <laughs> on the beach. I was going for a beach walk because I, my hometown is Brighton. And um, I wanted... Well, there are certain people who I didn't want to bump into. So <laughs> I created an orb around myself which uh, reflected them away from me. And I didn't bump into them. It was a very small town I was living in. Worthing, if you know it. (laughs) And, um, you know, I didn't see them. So, I mean, I've only tried it once, but I think there's something to be said for, like, energetics like that. Visualising... Visualising protection around yourself, imagining light all around your being when someone sends you hate is a really powerful way to kind of cleanse your inner space um turning turning the hate into a metaphysical thing in your mind coming towards you and then and then imagining deflecting it you know directly Mm. it's quite satisfying to see it in action and then it feels more complete Mm, i totally vibe with that because when people say mindfulness it's like this absolute gray space like what do you mean spell it out please so I think it's quite a beautiful thing to do exercises like that because it forces you to be present. Mm. It forces you to be aware of your surroundings and to to control as much as you can what is happening to you. And I think our brains are a lot more powerful than we think. So, yeah, doing exercises like that are so mindful. Mm. Yeah, and, and sometimes when people talk about presence and mindfulness, it's difficult because presence in and of itself is sort of something you just throw away and, and have. It's not something that you can learn to have more of. Same with femininity. It's a leaning back. You can't use masculine tools to get to more presence mm, or more femininity. So true. So sometimes it's it's really difficult to explain the path there because it's not the normal way of like working and learning and doing. It's it's being and receiving and leaning back Mm, love that yeah there's so many people i've been looking at and listening to that say you just cannot explain the feminine because it doesn't do words it does feelings yeah (laughs) everything is just about letting yourself be instead of striving to do something and it will sound unnatural because 
especially when you haven't practiced it before I haven't mm. practiced letting go I hadn't practiced taking time for surrender. myself surrender yeah. release mm. you can't control this part and the second you realize you can't control it is the second things start working for you so true and I absolutely love that because it's like I don't know it's like the massive bonus of this work is that you don't actually need to try that hard <laughs> you just need to appreciate that yeah. it's working for it's you so and it does <laughs> and I know it sounds so ethereal, but you just need to kind of like start small and start appreciating the little. For me, it's always been resting in gratitude, like absolute acknowledgement of everything that I have in my life, everyone in my life, Mm -hmm. being here for a beautiful reason. Um, Everything that's happened to me, despite being treacherous um, at times, like thinking, oh, that happens for a reason, like everything bad happens for a reason. You don't want to think that, but it's like the universe kind of slapping you, you know, waking you up like, girl, you don't deserve this. You deserve better than this. Like, you should have said no to this before. You know that this is taking too much of your energy. You know this doesn't feel aligned. So to be able to acknowledge and sit back and go, okay, show me what I've been missing. And then for the universe to show you, that is just the most divine feeling. And please let us know as well if you're like me and you think, oh, the feminine sounds a bit like lazy, like I associate it associated it with the word lazy Mm. I was like if I stop what am I doing and it's like reflection (laughs) winter like doesn't nature do that yeah (laughs) isn't it necessary to come back to life like death is this metaphysical thing and this is why we wonder so many people are waking up or being aware of themselves and it's like no because they're afraid to die. Like, death is a horrible process. Like, you have to face your shit. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And this is a space where you can. So let us know if you're struggling with that. Because that would be quite interesting to chat about. Mm, it's all about harmony and balance. Like, nothing can go at 100 miles per hour for all of eternity. And I think we, we've all felt the burnout, especially with the lockdowns, um, where we recede into ourselves and we don't we don't know who to turn to or what to do or who we are because we were so defined again by productivity and Mm. needing to keep going so yeah um it's a massive gift in itself to have time for reflection so I think to use it wisely and and actually start to see how you can do the work and you don't even need that many tools for it just need to (laughs) just need to realize that it's something that you desire um to look within for change And there's this, a lot of people build their identity around their productivity. um, And it's so dangerous because by placing your identity on anything outside of yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure, really, because the moment that that falls through, you take it so personally. And obviously nothing can be productive forever, like Catherine was saying. So it's, it's a difficult and... Uh, rocky swinging bridge if you know what I mean to cross Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's the difference between the millennial culture and the Gen Z culture Gen Z if you're from the UK (laughs) (laughs) but um, millennials and the older generation a lot of them built their identity around productivity this like 40 plus hour work week and um productivity hacks how much more can you squeeze into the day um and although there is something to be said for you know exploring and learning of course there is there's an element of capitalism in that 
um, consumer capitalism driving people to only value how much they can do for you know capital on capitalist terms so how much are you producing how hard are you working and people bragging about how late they can stay up and how many coffees they've had and you know how stressed they are. Mm, that sounds <laughs> like 2019 to me. <laughs> After 2020, I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, everyone was forced to slow down and look in. So, mm. just yeah, the year already here is a moment to pause and reflect, mm. reprioritize, an appreciation <laughs> of what is, who you've become, where you've come from, and how the things that have happened to you have shaped you, and that you ultimately can control mm. or not not can control but or in the driver's seat of your life mm, a re like cognizance of your energies and what they mean and what you can do with them now yeah and it's a really useful technique to reflect on your life and think about the the key events and like Catherine was saying like how they shaped you and what you took away from them and almost looking back on your life like your own story and what did you learn and and in different states you might even interpret different events differently I mean I did (laughs) because Mm. um I ran a marathon and afterwards I was um well I was really into running I really enjoyed it because I was getting out in nature I enjoyed the feeling of surrender and discipline you can get from running running because you have to be disciplined to push yourself but you also have to surrender to the moment and just be completely present so I was kind of seeing it as a meditation practice but then there was also this dark side of it which was um you know weight loss um wanting to prove that I could work really hard to the people around me um what else yeah ego basically so on different days I would interpret the story differently and I've started making peace with it is actually both (laughs) so every every with every light comes a dark and that's just the whole truth and moving into that 5d reality uh, term people throw around a lot but it's very useful to understand that you know there is that with every light there is a dark and and that both are accepted in their holistic form so yeah there was a dark side to my mind going into that but also I got a lot out of it and it was a major experience for me quite painful but also very rewarding so Mm. (laughs) yeah I mean that's the thing like looking at your life events and and seeing what drives you and also what happened and what you can learn and what you were being told by the divine potentially um is very useful to understand yourself better Mm. where you're headed yeah that's Mm. beautiful yeah so good (laughs) on that note (laughs) goodness me running out of breath (laughs) (laughs) yeah just uh just to put out there that we hope to bring through reflection some community um together that hope to grow and inspire themselves and each other um in realizing that we're all on this journey and all we have is this very moment and we hope to we hope to show up in the way that we always will Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. and yeah thank you for sharing this moment with us the present moment is all there is so thank you for your presence (laughs) and open listening (laughs) 